All right, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Holistic is Dope. Today, I brought on Dr. Daryl Black Blackbird. Oops, sorry about that. Thanks for coming on, my brother. How you doing today, man? Of course. I really appreciate you having me, and, and I'm doing well. I'm excited to be here and share, man. Well, I'm excited for you to share also, man, because, I mean, it's been maybe like a year or two since I think we've gotten to know each other. Yeah. And, I mean, every time I talk to you, bro, it's like I'm taking away something from what <laughs> you say. So I, I'm hoping people yeah. can do the same with that, man. Of course, I appreciate that, man. Well, you know, first things first is jump right into it. You know, um, I met you through Connection Cafe, yep. chiropractic, chiropractic Clinic uh-huh. in Alvarado, above Hippies, uh, Hippies Brew. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's what it is, yeah. right? Hippies, 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 Brew. Hippies Brew Coffee. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, I mean, first off, first I kind of want to get into the, into the business side of things okay. before we go into health because I feel like you know with you. That's kind of what you've helped me with the most, uh-huh. and especially with where I'm at now. I mean, I'm kind of taking everything that you said and from where I heard from other people and just applying it, applying it, applying it. And one of the first things I wanted to ask you, well, first off, you, I know you, you started Connection Cafe, and I remember you mentioning Pure Juice Lounge. Is that is that yours also, or is that Co- correct? I, it, it's, it's something that I founded. Um, it's no longer mine. Uh, my business partner is sole owner of it, and he's doing a fantastic job. But it is something that. He and I started together and life kind of took me in a different direction and he was more than willing to take it over and it's thriving. So it's um, we, we founded it together, but because life took me in a different direction, it's all his now. Um, so that's where we are currently. OK, so you, so but when you first started out with everything, you had two businesses. Then, yes, right? yes, correct. Correct. Multiple businesses. OK. So then something that that I'm curious about, I'm sure others will benefit from also is that is, you know, from where you're at now all the moves you've made and looking back, how long has this journey been for you? Like how, how long does it feel and how long was it, you know, in reality? Yeah. Um, so that's a great question. And I'm going to, I'm going to kind of backtrack a little bit because everything is relative, right? So it's um, mm-hmm. the, the first time we do business, um, it's going to seem longer than what it actually is um, relative to other businesses or other, other things that we're doing. Um, so the reason I say that is because all my life I've been doing something for money. And the reason I say that is because I don't come from much. My parents didn't have much extra to provide. They provided as they were supposed to. We had food on the table, roof over our head. But it was some of the smaller things like some of the cooler clothes, the cooler shoes, you know, some of the stuff that we experience in elementary, middle school and high school, just trying to fit in or whatever. Um, and as much as they wanted to, there were just some things we couldn't have. And I always had this this knack for making money. So I would I would mow lawns, I would detail cars, I would babysit kids, just about anything to make money. And the reason that that's important is because I feel like I've always been some type of an entrepreneur or business owner my whole life. And you learn that making money just takes time. Um, it's pretty simple. I remember in college, I was even a barber. And um, you, you can't rush cutting somebody's hair, you know what I mean? So it's just simple math. It's how many heads can I cut in the next six hours, basically, you know, so time is really important and, but it's always relative. So I've been doing it for a while. So for me to answer the question, how long did it feel? Um, like always, it felt like forever in the process. Um, but looking back, it it was worth every minute and you understand you, when, when you start to build a business or when you start a business, if you're doing it for the right reasons, there's always light at the end of the tunnel. So, I would wake up and tell myself that it's worth it as opposed to how much time is this going to take. So it took a while, 
Um, and I don't know, that, does that answer the question as far as the timing goes? Yeah, no, it definitely does, man. And I'll, I'll kind of just um, put a pin in that for a second because yeah. right now when you, when you mentioned, you know, waking up, is it worth it? That's funny that you say that because I've mm -hmm. been kind of, maybe like five months ago or so, it kind of hit me. And I started thinking about things like, okay, you know, because I, I was having trouble navigating. I mean, even you right now, I, mean, I even know you babysat, bro. That's, that's kind of funny. Yeah. I can't <laughs> see babysitting the kids. Yeah. But, hey, hey, I mean, like you said, you, you're getting how you're getting it. So that, that exactly. makes sense. But, like, for me, I, I thought about it. And I was like, okay, you know, I have all these ideas in my head. Where do I start? Because, like, you know, there's, mm -hmm. there's always there's these, um, these fancy things you could do, like make, make spreadsheets and make, like, a business plan and this and that. But, yeah. If you if you don't have that that drive to keep it going, it's just gonna burn out. And I couldn't get myself to to picture myself waking up, saying what I was gonna do, like whatever idea I had, and being like, okay, if I wake up, you know, a week from now or a month from now, and say, all right, I'm gonna go personal train somebody. Yeah. Like, am I gonna feel like, ah, oh, damn, I gotta do that right now, mm -hmm. or am I gonna feel like, yes, let's go do it? You know, like I'm yeah. I'm ready for this right now. Yeah. So I'm glad you said that because that. That makes me feel a whole lot better about feeling that way, first off. But yeah. I'm sure other people have that same kind of like they're waking up and they had, they had an idea yesterday or, or a month before that. And now it's kind of like, you know, it it, uh, it dissipated a little bit. Is yeah. that kind of like what, what, you, what you meant by that? Yeah, that's, that's exactly what I meant by it. Because in, in me particularly, I'm a, I don't know. I just usually have visions, I guess, a visionary, if you will. And, and what I mean by that. Is typically I'll see I'll see problems. I'm a problem solver. I'll say that I see problems and I find different ways to create solutions, right? Um, but the reality is, theory means nothing without application. Um, and until you actually apply these ideas, until you apply your gifts and your skills, you're really not creating value. An idea doesn't really bring too much value if there's no execution. So. When, you, when you're coming up with all these ideas or when I was coming up with all these ideas, it was really a matter of what's going to be worth my time or where do I feel most fulfilled in serving others? Um, because the reality of business is that unless you're creating value for others, you don't necessarily have a successful business. Um, you could create value for yourself. You could be happy. You could be fulfilled. But if that fulfillment and, and your gifts and skills isn't creating value for others, then you're kind of missing the mark because that's essentially the essence of business, making sure you create value for other, others um, enough that they're willing to pay their hard-earned money to you um, for that value. Um, so when you wake up in the morning and you find that thing that gets you excited and is creating value for your community, then I think you kind of hit the nail on the head. So if a good, and I'll play kind of devil's advocate on this one, how do you... Because something that I definitely have trouble with, how do you kind of close that gap? I guess me specifically, I feel like my, my perspective on that is the value. Like you said, you got to create value. Otherwise, you know, people are not going to spend money they work their butt off for, Correct. you know, on you. So if, yeah. say you have a passion for, I don't know, uh, designing shoes, right? Yeah. You're trying to work towards that. You want to be an entrepreneur and make shoes. And then, yeah. but for whatever reason, the values is not there from what you're doing currently, how do you kind of bridge a gap of yeah. maybe your, your, what you really want to do is not come to fruition just yet. And you got to still, mm, you still want to make your own business though. Right. So you have to kind of close this gap on yeah. what maybe your, your true passions, what you really want to do versus 
or what am I good at right now? Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. That makes complete sense. And and it's, and it's a, there's multiple components of that, right? So, again, once you decide what you're passionate about, even even passion, even passion doesn't make you money, right? It's, it's, it's a matter of excellence, too. Um, so you could be passionate about something and not be good at it. Or you could not be passionate about something and be very good at it, right? So that's not always the passion. What we're passionate about isn't value. It's 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 that art of finding what you're passionate about, what you can excel at, and what people need. And with the shoe example, for example, that's a that's a loaded market, right? There's there's always going to be shoes. There's going to be different prices, different types of shoes for different things. Um, so if, if that is the example, let's say you're passionate and you're good at it. Let's say you're actually good at creating shoes. Well, considering there's other shoes on the market, you're going to have to make sure that you're distinguishing yourself or you're creating key differentiators from you and other products. Why do people need your shoes? And the way that we go about that is a simple answer is education, right? We have to educate and be able to articulate our products to people. But even then, in a market like shoes, who knows if we'll ever take off, right? You have to get it in front of the right people. You have to make sure you're making them for the right reasons. Um, so you're right. The The idea of being passionate doesn't always make you money. It's, it's a fine art between the art actually is creating value, right? If you could create value for that shoe and it's a quality product, then you're going to be able to... Um, start or have a business, if you will, because we could take even my chiropractic office, for example. I'm not the first chiropractor that I'm sure you ever talked to. Um, I'm, I'm not the first chiropractic office that's ever been, that's invited you in. But it was a matter of the education process of why was chiropractic beneficial. Um, it was a matter of me making sure it was valuable to the customers, making it family friendly, making sure that the prices were affordable for everybody to receive care. There are different components and there. There's an art to putting all of those things together. But then finally, I had to deliver on my service. I could be a cool guy. The office could be beautiful. The prices could be great. But if I was not if I was a poor chiropractor, if I didn't excel at chiropractic or the chiropractic adjustment, that would also kill the business. Right. So there's multiple components of what it is we can do to create value and delivering on a service so that way it remains valuable to the people that we're serving. Yeah, that makes sense. So basically, well, I mean, in terms of what you just said right now too, one of the things that I feel that I took away from you immediately was that we did deliver in all those three categories, right? So what, when because when I first went to your place, yeah. along with, the result, which I was looking for immediately because I came with a whole list of problems, you know, um, the experience in itself was there. So I feel like if you could, if you kind of handle those two yeah. components, right, experience with results, which leads into the value, right? Like you, in order to get to, uh, to feel like you're getting value, you want a return, whether it be in your body, yeah. from a materialistic purchase or from like a subscription, wherever it may be, that's where the return comes from. So for you and, and for everyone listening to, what are some of the things looking back now, right? Because everything sounds not easy, but it sounds like okay. This is this is the plan, right? This is the the the, yeah. the layout going yeah. forward. Great value, um, you know. Give it an experience, you know. Be be uh, sociable and you know. Just overall make it all work. But for you though, yeah. 
right? Because sometimes people starting out, it could take a, a long time to get there or they have all these mistakes. Yeah. From what you just said, how many mistakes did you have to make to get to that place of, you know, your chiropractic practice and, you know, creating pure deuce lounge at first? Like what were the, what were those mistakes looking like that propelled yeah. you to, to know these answers right now? Yeah. Um, well, first and foremost, I think my first mistake and I think is a very common one is the whole timing question, right? Um, I was looking for different ways to make as much money as fast as I possibly could or situations that would allow me to make as much money as fast as I could. And that, that, that allowed me to go work with different people, go work in different offices until I decided it was time for me to create my own the way that I wanted to. Um, so the idea of something of a, of a shortcut, I think is probably the most debilitating thing possible. Um, so the, the easiest mistake I would say is looking for shortcuts. Um, and I always would tell people the time that we take trying to create a shortcut, we could actually be doing the work and get there around the same time. Um, so, so just don't look for shortcuts, or at least I was looking for shortcuts. Um, and one of the, another mistake that I make in business that actually works out for me sometimes if, if it's going to work is being hardheaded. Like I was super hardheaded. Um, I didn't really want to take advice from others because I had this idea of what I wanted to do. And until my idea failed, I didn't really want any input from anybody else. Um, and, and fortunately, it worked out. But that came from my experience with other offices, which I said were essentially looking for those shortcuts. Um, trying to think what other mistakes that I make. Uh, I know there's a lot. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, no, no, no. Everybody has. Yeah, everybody has tons of mistakes, man. Um, I think you mentioned kind of like the one. more, the, the more like, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. It's more like, it's more like the more, you know, the, the ones that send out the most, yeah. obviously, you know, that probably people who are just starting out or have been going through it, you know, they're like, damn, why can't I get over this hurdle? Those kind of like, yeah. mistakes, you know, I'm waiting for the right time is also a huge mistake. Um, there is, oh, yeah. there is That's no right one. time. It's just, you just got to go. Um, also, uh, the idea of money. Oftentimes, people kind of get caught up in money, their cost of their services, different things like that. Um, that that's a mistake, or that was a mistake that I made under underpricing my services um, to the point where I was actually losing money. That's a, that's a huge mistake. When I first started, um, I, I decided, and again, it, it, it was never to the point where I was per se losing money as much as it was I wasn't making money at the rate that I could have been if I would have done something a little bit more fair. Um, I was making it more fair for the consumer as opposed to fair for myself and the work that I put in. Um, so that's something to consider, just making sure you're making that reasonable. Um, also, not assuming people can't pay for your services. Uh, don't assume people can't pay. We don't we don't know or we can't count other people's pockets. But if you're if your product is valuable, they're going to pay. And if you're in a community where you have to check the demographics or whatever, I mean, you do have to lower your prices, then just realize that that's not the community's fault as much as it is. You just needed to serve more people. Um, so a lot of mistakes around money um, and understanding what that actually is going to look like in business. Um, trying to think, because like you said, there, there's so many mistakes along the way. Um, but, I, but I've been very well, fortunate. Go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say, if you don't mind, I want actually want to take it back 
to something you told me a while back, and that's yeah. the mistake of there's never a right time. Do you remember, do you remember when you told me that? Yeah, no? yeah, yeah, of course. Of course. I, I, I yeah. say it all the time because like, that's one of the things that holds so many people back is feeling like there's going to be a right time or you have to have so much money to do this or you have to have this. It's like, no, just go for it. Like the worst case is you could fail, you know, and like you not doing it is failing anyways. So it's like you just kind of you're going to learn or you're going to succeed. Like it's pretty simple. Yeah, I think there's a lot, a lot of it too, especially like when, when I was going through when, when you know, we first met and when you kind of told me that was just, there was so much, yeah. I wouldn't even call it self-doubt more than it, more, more of like a, you just, you feel like you're just not ready. You know, like, oh, I got to make sure this is, looks better. I got to make sure it's, you know, it sounds yeah. better or it looks cleaner or this and that. So for you, when you, when you told me that, yeah. that, that's what kind of sparked the light bulb of, okay, well, I just got to go. I got to do something. So let me start figuring out. Let me start yeah. asking these questions now to, to move myself forward. But for other people, though, what what advice, I guess, could you give that would best not necessarily, like, give them the idea of what to do, but just let them ease off that cliff? Because essentially, when you do decide to go, yeah. you are jumping off a cliff, right? You are taking that risk and putting yourself out there. And something that's helped me kind of just navigate to where I'm at now and not really let doubt or like ego or just what other people are thinking or what might think or say is i don't i don't necessarily think about anything i do obviously there's like a plan to it but i just i just go you know it's my best foot forward it's what i it's what i can get behind if you ask me about it this is what i believe like this is me you know and i I, that that's what kind of helps me just stand strong on that on that that idea of of just going but for you though what's 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 your perspective on that um, Deeper, I think I we say. have, yeah, we, we have so much, so many resources available to us um, in regards to getting our voice heard uh, that it's just a matter of creating content. Like, even if that means just starting a social media page and sharing what your ideas are on a regular basis, um, we have resources and platforms like this one here where you can do a podcast and just share your perspective or ask questions. I just think we have more resources now than ever to or platforms than ever. I mean, you see people sharing their ideas and their artistic creativity on TikTok and stuff like that. You know, like there's just so many platforms for people to get their content out um, that just don't be afraid to share who you are um, to the world, because that's really what makes you valuable. Like we're all one of one. There's there's no duplicates of any of us. Therefore, innately, we each have value to the world and we each have value to share with other people. And for us to be afraid of starting is actually keeping our gifts from those people. So one, just use whatever platform you have available to you. And two, I guess, don't be selfish, because, again, there's somebody waiting to to listen to what it is that you have to say. We may not know them personally. We may not know them even indirectly. But once we put it on this platform that's going to share with the world, we don't know whose life we're going to impact and, and who we're going to positive, positively affect. So we really don't we really don't have the right to keep that from people. So um, just go for it and use whatever platforms you have available. And remember, there's so many free platforms out there that, that our voice our voice can be heard. How scared were you when you let's talk about Connection Cafe? Since that's you know your your current practice, how was yeah. that? How was that cliff jump for you when you first started? <laughs> it, it was terrifying, man. Like like everything else, you know. Um, but we know that 
nothing worth the risk is going to be safe. Um, I'll never forget, I was talking to my mentor. I was in the parking lot of the chiropractic college I actually ended up teaching at. Um, and I was helping him with some enrollment stuff. And I was talking to my mentor and I told her, I said, like, I'm just really thinking about starting this small business. And and I just don't know like where to start. Basically, the conversation that we're having. And she uh, she said, let me stop you right there. She said, first of all, don't start a small business. She said, start a big business. You're just starting out small. She said, so get that out of your head that you're starting a small business. Your big business, what you have is very valuable. And then she said, what's the worst case scenario? She said, just run as fast as you can and jump off the cliff. She said, either you're going to fall and you have to start over or in the process of falling, you learn to fly and your life is going to be fulfilling. She said, either way, you're going to have to restart or start at some point. So there's no reason to be afraid of starting. And, and the day that she said that, I'm like, you know, that's true. Worst case scenario is I fail. Like I don't come from much. I don't have an issue starting over. Um, I know it's me and my valuable, I guess, thought process. That's what's going to create value. And I could always redo that or restart that or whatever that is. Again, each of us are super valuable. So no matter what, we can always restart because we always have us as long as we have the courage to go out there and do it. I like that. That's kind of like what my um, my football coach used to tell us. He would say, you know, look, if you don't know what you're doing or if you're, you're on, you know, I guess metaphorically speaking, if you're out there on the field, uh-huh. right, and it's game time, and you don't know if it's if you're supposed to you know shoot that gap or go back in coverage yeah. or whatever you're gonna do, you just make that mistake at a thousand miles per hour, yeah. and the very least you're doing it at your full extent, your your max effort, uh, your max effort that you could, and maybe yeah. it'll, it'll pay off, maybe it won't, maybe we'll get burned and you know they get a touchdown, or maybe you happen to just you know like you say you learn to fly or you you made the mistake, but it worked yeah. out for you. You know, so you kind of—I guess you can't—you exactly. can't be afraid to to feel that mistake, and that's something I've I've been afraid of feeling for the longest time. You know, because everything I'm doing now yeah. is a culmination of like my ideas for the past three years, three or four years. Ever since I kind of stopped playing football, because I, had, you know, people, yeah. you did play sports, right? Daryl, if I'm mistaken, I remember you telling me that, right? You were yeah. in sports before? Yeah, yeah I did. I did. Was it yeah. basketball, yeah. football, or what were we yeah. doing? Tennis? What was it again? Yeah, yeah. I played. I played. I played college. I played college basketball. Um, a quick question on that. When you were done, did you kind of have that moment of what do I do now? Is that uh-huh. a common thing with athletes or is that kind of, was that just, this is just me? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, no, no. That's, that's definitely a common thing with athletes, especially because it's just like anything else, just like business, man. Like we, we were doing something for so long and we got as good as we could at it. And the better you get at something, the more comfortable you feel doing it. Um, and then all of a sudden that's taken away and you have to either come up with a new skill, create new value or find a way to channel that energy that we took in that sport into something else. And that's kind of what I feel like I did um, or I at least did well um, was I just started to channel that into something else that I was passionate about. And um, for me, sports was always about the team. It was never necessarily about my individual accomplishments. Um, and obviously that takes a level of maturity, too, because usually people start sports for their individual accomplishments. But um, the more you learn about having a team and succeeding as a team, um, the more you'll realize about contributing to the bigger picture. And that's kind of what I took with me. I took contributing to the bigger picture. And for me, obviously, it was health. I had a tool 
that I was learning about that I was going to be able to provide to my community for people that look like me um, that may not have had it in the past. And that was going to make my team better, essentially, if that makes sense. And if I can make our communities healthier using that, that's what I'm going to go hard for. Um, so that's kind of how I spun the sports thing into business. But was it difficult? Absolutely. And, and you really have to find a way to channel that same energy into something new and just trust that just like at one point when you weren't as good as you were in football, that what the work that it took to get you to the point to be good is the same work ethic that we're going to have to put into our businesses in order for us to be as successful in business as we were in sports. Most definitely. And I feel like at the heart of what you're saying is essentially your perspective, but more or less like your, your mental clarity with your, your mission or your goal. Right. And that's, that's super big because if I'm being honest with you, I'm glad you had that team mindset because I did not yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. like if I'm being just completely transparent with you, like, especially, you know, I only uh, got to, to Juco football, to so yeah. JC. And it's just one of the situations where, you know, you're only there for two years and even though you want to be about the team, you know, it's everybody's trying to it's eat. all about you. <laughs> yeah, it's all about you getting that 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 scholarly and getting out there, going D1 yeah. or whatever you got to do. Yeah. So I kind of, you know, I think situations like that or even just in life where you're, you're put in a situation where it's like, OK, you know, everyone around me is trying to eat. And it's kind of not maybe not a fan for yourself situation, but it's not as maybe not as easy to, to be like team oriented. Exactly. And that kind of. That kind of came with me a little bit out of when I was done playing football. Because as soon as I, as soon as I was done, it was kind of more yeah. like, all right, what, what's what's the best for me? Like, what's going to be the best situation I could put myself in that'll give me the most fulfillment? Me, 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 right? And that's what kind of like I would say took yeah. me ten steps back. It wasn't until I started having some mental clarity, like, okay, yeah, you know, football is done, and you know that situation was what it is. And right now, I'm not. I'm not thinking, how can I serve others? How can I help? I'm thinking, well, how can I, what can I do that's going to help yeah. me get clout, feel good, make money, right? So yeah. for you, and from hearing you talk exactly. right now, too, just yeah, the, the, the mental part of everything, how, how did yeah. you have, how do you strengthen that, I should say? How do you strengthen that currently, and how, um, how were you strengthening that as you were going through this process? Because it could be, you know, definitely... Um, what's the word like weakening at points you know you have hard times or good times whatever exactly i know that mental game goes up and down of course and and it's up and down every day and i don't ever want to um portray myself as somebody who never wanted to do well for myself or to live a good life or to make money um because that's always part of it um and i don't think that's ego that's just that's just common sense because we have to provide for ourselves for our families and in order to do that, you have to have the resources available. Um, but the reality is, for me, what happened was I was actually at a chiropractic school that was founded by a chiropractor who was a business person, and he had these principles. And the one principle that stuck out to me um, was, let me see, I got it on my money clip. It's kind of funny because there's a money clip <laughs> nice. that, I that says it on there. And it says, um, money is a byproduct of services rendered meaning that the more you serve, the more money you're going to make. And I just keep that clip with me all the time, because, again, we could put ourselves and we could put money first all the time. 
but that's not really what's going to get us there. What's going to get us there is focusing on how we create value and how are we going to better serve our community? Because if we serve our community, then the, 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 the benefits we're going to reap are going to be abundant. Um, but they have to feel that genuine, genuine desire to serve. Um, and as a result, that's where the money comes from. And when I think about success and clout and stuff like that in business, usually when we're looking at it, it's usually about money or it's usually about resources that we have available to us. And essentially that's just to help other people, but it also feels good to be able to take care of ourselves also. And if you look at social media, you look at all these different platforms I was talking about, the way that we usually define somebody's success or not is either how much money they're flaunting, the different things that they're wearing or driving or the people that they're surrounding themselves with. So all of it itself is a facade to be quite honest. Um, but the reality is if we want to focus on being fulfilled then it's going to be more service oriented and as a byproduct, money's going to come from that. So some people have it backwards. I was talking to a friend the other day about be, do, have versus have, do, be. Um, it's just a principle that says I'm going to have or once I have these things, I'm going to do whatever I say I'm going to do. And then I'm going to be the person I need to be when in reality, it should be the opposite. Be, I'm going to be the person that I need to be in order to fulfill my goals. Then I'm going to do what it takes and then I'll have everything that I've worked for. Um, so just a little principle that I live by. But again, uh, services or money is a byproduct of services rendered. Um, so as much as I want it to be about me, I know that if I don't create value for others, my, my value is going to be non-existent anyways. Yeah, and I, I like that B do have. That's basically saying, like, don't don't wait. Right, don't wait for that that validation. Don't wait for that car so, so you can start giving back. Like, you just do exactly it. right. Like you, like you said, we we just keep exactly doing it. Right. And that goes like with a, a quote, not a quote, an idea that I keep saying and living by, which is I am. You know, you just you just become whatever you yeah. say you want to become. You know, you, you don't have to wait to even. Or I mean, for some things like you know, mm -hmm. not saying you want to be a chiropractor, just start go working on people right now, and be, you know, I'm a chiropractor, but yeah. You don't have to. Yeah, you don't have to yeah, wait no, no. To, to for someone to tell you to go do it. You know. Exactly right, and and that that takes a decision on our part. And like you said, you can't just go working on people if you want to become a chiropractor. But what you can do is start educating yourself on what chiropractors do, what they actually do, what the body parts that they're working with. You know what I mean? Like you, there are, there are active processes that you can be in to accomplish your goals. Again, if you want to say you're like me, for example, I wanted to be a barber at one point. So fortunately, I was able to start cutting hair. But first I started cutting myself, you know, like but you start you start these different active steps. You know, you can't be a barber without clippers. So go find a way to work and make enough money to buy clippers, you know, like different things like that that we can actually be doing. Go read a book, educate yourself on something. Um, there's things that we could be doing or, for example, wake up on time like or wake up early, like be somebody who's going to be productive starting at five or six o'clock in the morning. Um, make your bed. Uh, make sure you have these routines that you're doing, not just because you have stuff, but because this is what you need to create in order to essentially create that discipline that it takes to be successful when we are applying all of this thought process or this theory that we're creating. A hundred percent, Daryl. I mean, that's exactly what I felt has been propelling me. Yeah, I'm not even saying I'm anywhere near where, well, I guess, where I quote unquote want to be, yeah. right? Or where I, I see myself a year from now, but it's those foundations that I've set up, like waking up early. I mean, it's funny that you say that too. I've been for the past uh, month and a half, I've been trying to get up before seven thirty, yeah. and this before seven a.m., this before six thirty. You know, obviously with the kids, it's a little bit harder. But 
you know, it, it's just those things that I'm like, all right, you know, I'm, I'm serious about this. I need more time in my day. Or I want to learn more. So I'm going to go read this book. You know, I'm, I'm going to wake up early because I just, I want to get more stuff done. Yeah. Is, is that this, that, uh, that decision as I ever, I heard Will Smith kind of say this before, he was like, you just got to decide, you know, who you're going to be and just go for it. Yeah. You know, you got to be willing to die behind exactly. that. And every, you know, things like that, things that you say are, are, is what kind of help me build these foundations. And I feel like that is something that people don't necessarily, people don't necessarily miss, yeah. but they maybe don't hold it in such a high value or priority. Right. right? And hearing here, you say it too, I mean, it, it sounds like it's, it's worked wonders for you, yeah. at least in terms of keeping you grounded and keeping you on the path. Because obviously, you know, shit happens and we, yeah. we, we stray off sometimes, yeah, right. but it's, it's these little making the bed things yeah. that are going to be like, okay, well, at the very least, you're trying. And that's kind of all we can really do is put our yeah, and it's also, give our effort. And these conversations are also helpful because regardless of how successful you are, regardless of how comfortable you get, for me personally, it reminds me what I needed to do to get started. And what we oftentimes forget once we do start these businesses or do find our stride, it's like, you know what? The reason you are where you are in life is because you've stopped doing what got you to that point. If you want to keep growing, you have to keep doing those things. So this isn't like a something that you're doing just to get started. It's something that you need to be doing that you keep up on a regular basis. You know what I mean? Um, to get you to where you are. And like you said, whether it's family, whether it's kids, there's gonna there are gonna come times and that are gonna make this stuff a little bit more difficult than others. But again, you just have to remind yourself: Is it worth it? Have I worked hard enough to delegate different work? You have to be work start to work smarter, not harder. Exactly. That's and it goes back to what we're saying too about you know when I wake up, is this what I want to do? You know, is this yeah. is this the actual? Is this the the path that feels at least genuine to me? Where I could I could wake up at five a.m. and feel good doing it, and not be like, you know, damn, I gotta do this again tomorrow. Like if you start if that feeling creeps yeah, in exactly. to me personally, I feel and like you people. gotta kind of shift. Yeah, and everybody has twenty four hours in a day, right? There's no there's no secret sauce to how can I get more time in a day other than waking up earlier, staying up later, and being more efficient with our time, you know. So it's not it's not like somebody has this advantage of having more or less time than other people. Um, now, we may have circumstances where there's family, where there's work, where there's different things. But it's a matter of just being efficient with the time that we do have. Um, and that's that's usually the key, because a lot of people are going to make excuses all day long for everything. But if we're not being as efficient as we can with our current time that we have, having more time isn't going to help us either. Exactly. I always kind of say to that. Um, <coughs> excuse me. That yeah. it's not necessarily worth it to wake up if you're going to be tired. Meaning, this decision process that we're, that we're talking about, you know, it's a it's a full time thing. So when you're up at night, yeah. eleven o'clock, twelve o'clock, one o'clock, and you're thinking, all right, you know, I'm gonna wake up at six a.m. It's like, well, maybe, but you might be probably gonna wake <laughs> up, you know, just dead ass tired or like, you know, exactly not even, like right. you said, not not working smarter, you know, yeah. um, amongst exactly. other things. Yeah. So it's a it's a full time uh, yeah full time process of of just Decision keeping that foundation sense. there. Yeah. Yeah, and then I don't, I feel like too. Um, I'm sure I, I would I would like your opinion on this too. Kind of letting yourself quote unquote live. Yeah, you know, I feel like you know hearing us say that I don't I would hope that people don't think it's a, a strenuous thing yeah. or it's like a can't have fun thing. Yeah. You know, it's like it's just one. Of, it's just something that 
that's going to help you stay on track when you do decide to go out on the weekend or you do decide to maybe take a small break that day because you're feeling overwhelmed or something. Exactly. Right? We're human, right? Like, and that's the thing. The misconception is we – people who talk like we're talking right now or have these conversations are always working. It's like, no, we're not always working, but when we have work scheduled – we get it done, so that way when we have a break scheduled, we also get that done. The the greatest the or the greatest, I guess, lesson that I've learned is that the more organized you are, the more time you actually have. People think when they start to organize and create schedules that they're going to get locked into this to this lifestyle. You're creating more free time because you actually see how much time you have. So instead of spending an hour or two hours binging a couple Netflix shows. You're actually using those two hours to get work done or you're finding an hour to get work done and you're finding an hour to go do whatever else you want to do. You know, so, again, it's not as if we have more time or less time. It's a matter of how we use that time and how organized are we with that time in order to get things accomplished. Like you said, if you stay up late and you don't wake up at six, it's like, well, then you're probably going to stay up late the next day. So you still have the X number of hours throughout the day. You're just not starting as early as businessman A over there. You know what I mean? So it's not necessarily this right or wrong way to do it. It's a matter of just being efficient with what we do have. Exactly. And that, I mean, like how we're talking about it, it goes back to just your, your mindset, what you, what you have put in place to help you help you get to there. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pivot this a little bit and exactly. talking about sleep and, you know, lack of sleep, things like that. Health is what I'm getting at. Um, obviously mm-hmm. for you, right, your business yeah. is, in the, is in the health industry, right? Before going any further, yes, how, is, definitely. How, is, how is that, how is thriving in that business for you? Because I know there's a lot of people who, I used to be a personal trainer, there's a lot of, especially right yeah. now with, with the given time, I feel like health is coming to the forefront, which is great, right? I feel like people want to start yeah. their own things of training people. How is it, a, how is it working in that industry, first of all? Um, well, again, like you just said, the, the reality is people are more conscious of their health than ever, um, for whatever reason, for whatever conversations going around about this, um, idea of a pandemic or whatever people think is going on or whatever they're learning about or hearing about, it's just making them conscious about their health. So we could focus on health consciousness, basically, which is a great thing. Um, so now when people are focusing on their health, they're just looking for answers. So as a healthcare professional, we have to provide them answers for the questions that they have. As far as chiropractic goes specifically, um, we are deemed an essential healthcare service. So we never had to close. Um, and I currently pivoted into a position of leadership into a larger franchise group or a corporation of other chiropractic offices. Um, so we've been thriving um, through the last year and a half just because we have been in essential service and just because we have been answering the questions people have about how can chiropractic contribute to their health. So if you're a healthcare professional, whether you're personal training, chiropractor, whatever you do, the, the real the real thing you need to be doing is answering people's questions and answering the question of how is your service going to help them be healthier um, right now? Um, they want to know right now. They want to know what's in it for them. Um, so how is your service going to be contributing to them feeling safe 
um, throughout whatever they think is going on. Um, so all of this stuff is just going to be answers that you're going to have to provide based on your service specifically. But as far as chiropractic goes, as far as me personally, um, we've been doing a really good job of answering that question and making sure that we're available to serve people and get them to understand how chiropractic is going to keep them healthier and keep them safe and living the highest quality of life through it all. And rightfully so, man. I'm glad that, you know, we were able to go to your chiro chiropract uh, chiropractic clinic. Yeah during that time. But also one of the things that I feel that is a huge mistake is that a lot of the gyms were closed down. Yeah. I know there's reasons as to that, but my, the reason why I'm saying that is because I think fundamentally we all just need to make sure that we're doing everything we can to stay healthy. Right. And especially what you're saying right now about exactly. for everyone who, who is starting some kind of business in the health industry, we have to make sure that we're providing the answers that are being asked because right now there's a, an abundance of answers that are, that are, uh, uh, questions that are being asked and you know there's all this kind of all of these different types of information out there it can be very very confusing right for a lot of people out there looking for maybe how how to lose weight how to get the blood pressure down how to fix the yeah. aches and pains in their hips and their knees um for you personally Daryl, what's what's your take on health and like what, what's your perspective on the overall idea of that um it's pretty simple uh, we're responsible. I'll start off with that. Um, we're responsible for our health. Um, there's nothing anybody can do per se from the outside of our bodies to make us healthier. So that's why I say we're responsible. We have to take full responsibility. Um, two, we're born to be healthy. Um, it's just our decision making and the choices that we make that lead us down a uh, healthy or unhealthy road. And it's not necessarily... Um, am, am I going to be as healthy as possible and live forever? Because we all know that this is a round trip. We're all going to die one day, but it's a matter of the quality of life we want to have while we're here. And what are we willing to do to have the highest quality of life while we're here um, in order to accomplish that? Um, and another thing about health, I'll say three, is that health is an accumulation of our habits. Um, we're going to have habits in our lives that are either going to push us towards or away from health. Um, you just have to ask yourself, is is what I'm doing or this thing that I'm doing making me healthier or more sick, basically? Um, and just to be clear with that spectrum, sickness isn't necessarily the absence of health as much as it is just the absence of our body's ability to adapt to our changing circumstances. So health is very straightforward and very fundamental to me. Um, it's something that we all possess the ability to be. We all possess the ability to be healthy. We're born that way. Um, there's no special or secret sauce that is going to make us healthier other than our habits. And um, that our system has been created to make us believe we're either too much or not enough of something from birth, which is untrue because what that does is allows them to create consumers um, and allows us to not take responsibility because the less responsibility we take, the more we are going to consume from the person who has the solution. Uh, so, so with that in mind, I'll leave you with those three things. I guess I said um, health is our responsibility. I said that um, what, what was number two? I said one health is our responsibility. Two, we're born to be healthy. And three, our health is an accumulation of our habits. So those are the three kind of fundamental that I'll leave for health. Yeah, I, like, I definitely like the, the responsibility mm -hmm. idea and also the, the adaptation yeah. idea because those two I feel like are kind of not – I mean just for me specifically, those are the like kind of my driving 
factors that I think we all kind of put behind us or we don't think about as much because a responsibility wise, I mean, that's, this is our body, you know, it it should be up to us to look for, for answers, but also the questions we're asking, you know, we also need to figure out if we can answer those ourselves, or at least learn something that we can handle ourselves. Because if we don't, like you said, we're just going to be kind of running around always looking for someone to tell us how to fix this scratch or how to, how to put the bandaid on properly. You know, it's like at some point we got to just, we got to rise up a little bit and understand like, okay, well, Hey, I'm gaining weight because I'm, you know, I'm eating too much, uh, excess of this or my blood pressure is high because of this, or maybe I'm, I'm feeling anxiety and I'm feeling cranky all the time because I'm sleeping late, you know, like even not even going deep into yeah. like specific, um, like metabolic conditions, just surface level questions that can help, help you navigate that. And then the, the adaptation part, yeah. um, I was actually talking to someone on the podcast a couple months ago and she said, you know, we have to give ourselves a fighting chance. And that's, that's kind of what that means to me. Like, cause who knows what's going to happen as soon yeah. as we're done with this podcast and we walk out the door, we might step on a rock and roll our ankle, you know, we, or we might even just tear our Achilles or whatever, you know, it's, it's the, the knowledge and the responsibility yep. is, is what's going to help us just stay alive and stay strong through everything. You know, because if, if we if we don't learn how to adapt, yeah. if our body's not prepared to adapt, well, then that's that's kind of you know our, our ticket to the doctor's office every week. You know, taking these pills and kind of not giving up, but just definitely just like how you said, we're just not we're not taking the responsibility to to handle ourselves and the, to give us our you know vitality with life. You know, so I'm glad you said those two right. things because that's that's kind of where I'm at too. But another good yeah. question though, I mean, I'm, I know I'm asking you. Uh, a lot of questions obviously um but um sorry the next thing i want to ask is more in relation to this why do you feel like maybe those two ideas are not necessarily at the forefront because i know for people like us you know in the community that that talk to people of the the same mindset Mm -hmm. it's kind of hard to see that you know maybe not a lot of people feel this way and i'll just kind of give my my take first real quick you know i I noticed just people my age and people i grew up with i talk even like you know my homeboys i talk to them it's almost as if the responsibility and the the knowledge that uh, the knowledge of our body is not obtainable or it's not really like a what's what's i say it's not it's not a realistic thing to know why you have high blood pressure or why your knee always is always sore when you sit down. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like, it's more like those things where it's like, well, I don't know what's going on. So I'm just going to, I'm going to leave it at that. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to keep it moving. But my shoulder hurts and you know, I'm, well, I'm still going to bench press today because F it. Yeah. Know, why not? You know, <laughs> what, what do you, what do you think the reason is for maybe a good amount of the population having those two ideas behind them as opposed to a top priority? Yeah. Um, one, I think it's easier. Uh, so I think it's easier when we put our health in the hands of somebody else, because again, now we don't have responsibility. So let's say I live however I want to. And then when I get sick, now I need to go to a doctor. Like, well, no, if you would have taken responsibility in the first place, you might've had the opportunity to prevent that. Um, however, that's just not how people live. So I think it's easier to not take responsibility. And then in the in, in the aspect that you gave, as far as the example that you gave about somebody bench pressing when their shoulders hurting, I think that people think they're invincible up until a certain point. It's almost like, well, I'm going to push myself until I can't go anymore. 
Um, so it's it's very interesting. It's very interesting to to see both of those um, how they and they how they kind of intertwine with each other because it's like I'm going to push myself until I can't go anymore because I know somebody can fix me if I need to. And again, that's another way of not taking responsibility, right? So different aspects of it. Hundred percent, and I feel like even you know speaking for myself too, I think um, something that people maybe don't quite understand just yet is even if you know you find the answer, like how we just mentioned, we have to adapt that answer into another answer, and then adapt that into another answer because our body is changing, the seasons change, the world changes. I mean, everything changes. So just because we know how to foam roll our leg doesn't mean that oh you know. It's not yeah. working anymore. Our, our foam rolling, so that's it. Like I gotta give up. It's like no, no you just you gotta keep going. You keep searching, and then ask, obviously ask for help, like I did for you, or did to you and other people that I know that know a little bit more than me, or have yeah. been more experienced than me. It's not a bad thing, but this has to be a balance yeah. of like asking for help versus you taking the time to learn yourself. And that's kind of what I do now. I mean, I remember you know I have a slight arthritis in my hip. A lot of musculature uh-huh. things going on. My ankle's still a little bad, but the, I think a difference between me and maybe someone who who goes to the doctor's appointment every every week for the the pains that I have is that I'm continuously trying new things to to, to heal myself. Basically, just taking responsibility exactly for my right. body as as well as how asking for help to heal myself. And I mean, those days were um, where it works, and I'm good to go. Other days, you know, I'm, I'm trying yeah. to get this knot out my back or my hips, is, my ankle and my hip are just really tight and I'm foam rolling, taking cold showers or whatever, and it's not working. I just keep going. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 it does. And like you said, at some point, we do have to understand our bodies well enough to know when we can push and when we have to stop. Um, and it's always about just being graceful with ourselves, you know? Like giving ourselves that space. We always talk about holding space for others, but like holding that space for ourselves to where we, we can need a day. Uh, we can need a few hours um, to kind of recuperate and recover um, without pushing ourselves so hard. So it's a matter of being aware and knowing our body well enough uh, and being responsible as part of taking responsibility too, understanding ourselves well enough to um to, to know our limits and to give ourselves that grace and that rest time that we need and not push so hard because we do know that, like you talked about sleep earlier, um, the harder we push outside of our, not our comfort zone, but outside of what our body needs is going to make us less effective. So sometimes that grace and sometimes that, that rest is actually going to be more effective than us pushing. So we just have to know ourselves really well. And that takes it, that, that takes responsibility on our part. 100%. And also I think something that, is very common is like the saying or the phrasing of you know no days off or work your ass off yeah. or you know, everything like that has that kind of mentality to it which definitely has its purpose in its place but there's just no room for rest yeah if you just kind of hold on hold on to that your whole life exactly. i think that's kind of what you're saying that we gotta we gotta make sure to at least you know on our rest days instead of just doing nothing like that could be you taking time to to figure out why you're at your you know your when you wake up from where you feel is a long night of sleep, you still wake up hella tired. Yeah, or it's, it's, it's your legs hurting. It's really, yeah, and I think I think our rest days should be really days that we 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 be honest with ourselves. We evaluate what we've done the past few days. We evaluate our week or whenever, however long your your go time was. Evaluate how effective you were. Um, do more of that. 
find out where you weren't effective and do less of that or figure out why you weren't and then start planning for the next week. Like it should be honest evaluation and we should always be striving to be better so that I think our rest days can be productive. Um, but we just have to give ourselves that grace and that time to, to, to kind of sit back and just chill a little bit to reevaluate and recalibrate. We definitely all got to chill. That's for sure, man. Cause right now is a world that, you know, I feel like it's really uh, chaotic and a lot of, um, a lot of just output, you know what I'm saying? So we all just take a moment to chill out yeah. for a little bit. Yeah. I mean, hey, who knows what could happen? A lot of ideas, a lot of good things I think can come from maybe not the brightest place, you know, figuratively speaking, yes. obviously. Um, but yeah, I, I, I do want to be conscious of your time. Daryl, I only told you we were yeah, for an hour. Sure. There is only, yeah. there is one question that I do ask everybody at the end of these podcasts. Obviously, okay. this podcast is called Holistic is Dope. Uh-huh. So, for in your, in your own words, if at all, what does this holistic, this holistic word or community mean to you? And what is it necessarily, if at all, again, what are the benefits of not necessarily adapting that to yourself and calling yourself holistic, but just maybe yeah. taking some things from that word itself? Yeah. Um, so funny you asked me that because uh, I was an embryology professor and the thing about embryology and human development is that the reality of the word holistic comes from the root word whole. And when you take a sperm and an egg, that's 50% of mom, 50% of dad. And once those meet, you become whole. So the reality of the word and the root of the word holistic comes from you being whole. And when you understand you're whole, then you're going to take responsibility because you need nothing else. You have everything that you need. Um, it's just a matter of finding ways to express that as fully as possible. So when you say holistic is dope, it just brings to my mind that we're whole, we're enough, and we can make shit happen. So just remember that holistic actually means you're whole. You need nothing else. It's just a matter of finding different ways and different habits to take responsibility for and to find how you can express maximum amounts of life because you have it all in you. Yeah, I like that. That was dope. <laughs> to, talk, to play on the words, man, that was that was a dope-ass uh, way to say that, man. I appreciate you. Well, I mean, that's that's all the, the things I had to ask there. I think I'm, I would have really... Thank you for coming on the show. I feel like you dropped a ton of value for everyone listening. I mean, I know that your, your time is sensitive. So, I mean, again, just thank you for taking the time out the day. And, I mean, even from hearing you talk, again, there's more stuff that I'm going to apply to my business and apply to everything I'm doing in life. So just thanks again for everything, Daryl. I appreciate your work and appreciate definitely Connection Cafe yeah. and all that it does for the whole community. Definitely, no doubt. And um, since moving from the Bay Area, uh, Connection Cafe is still in good hands. So please go visit I'm also now with the Joint Chiropractic overseeing California, Colorado, and some in Texas, so I'm staying busy. Um, but it's a pleasure to have the opportunity to speak with you today. And you always know that if if I could ever bring any of my experience or perspective to you, your audience, or anybody that you know, just let me know. Um, but it's definitely been a pleasure to serve you, getting to know you, and, and you know I'm here for this whole entire journey. So whatever you need to that I can help with, I'm here for it, man. One hundred percent, man. I appreciate that. Of course, I'll take you up on that in the near future. So be ready. Um, but anyway, guys, thank you guys for all listening. I hope you guys had a great time listening. There's a lot of value here, a lot of experience that was talked about and that was given from Dr. Daryl Blackburn. And other than that, guys, have a great rest of your day, like I always say. And I'll drop another podcast in the coming days. Peace.